0: Jesus said, Let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here's Marketplace Veteran and your host, Bob Lambert.
1: Hello, hello out there. Hey, beaming our way out all over the world right here from Chicago, Illinois on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. This is Faith Marketplace where we equip individuals, entrepreneurs, small business owners with resources plus community to make a kingdom impact to glorify our mighty God while gaining inspiration from marketplace leaders. And boy, have I got a good one for you today. Again, I'm Bob Lambert, host of Faith Marketplace and the founding partner of Samurai Business Group. At Samurai, we offer entrepreneurs, individuals, small mid-market companies and their teams advanced business development sales skills and training most of our clients report that they have doubled or tripled their top-line revenue within 12 to 18 months. At Samurai, we put the win back in your sales. I want to, I've got the privilege and honor to introduce you to somebody. Actually, a reoccurring guest was a number of years ago when I got introduced to him, but I'd like to introduce you to Bob Wilbanks. He's the CEO of G7 Networking, and boy, you've heard me talk a little bit about that, but I got the real deal here. I got the guy that started the whole doggone thing, okay? So...
2: Uh, Bob, welcome. Well, thank you, Bob. It's a pleasure to be here with you here t- uh, today. It's uh, y- you and I have been jogging alongside each other for quite a while here. So this just feels like we're having uh, uh, a cup of a cup of water at the drinking fountain and having a nice little chat. And looking forward to this today. Yeah. Well,
1: uh, you know, what I want to start off with is you've got a favorite quote that uh, you've got in your life verse. And why don't you share that with the audience?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, for me, it's Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, it's become my life verse, and uh, it, it's the, the, the one where Jesus is talking and says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So... You know, As I uh, really unpacked that verse in my life, because I'll tell you all my life, Bob, and we'll get to this later, I've I've just been this guy that likes to crash through walls, right? (laughs) 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 Like like this lead, follow, get out of the way guy. So finding rest for your soul was something that I was like, wow, that would be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, the other part that was difficult for me to understand was the yoke. And uh, being a kind of lead, follow, get out of the way guy like that, I was like, I don't want to be yoked to anything. Right. Uh, it was, it's really an interesting story as, you know, you unpack that and the power of what Jesus is really offering here, uh, really, uh, took me down a whole different path in my life.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you're right. We're going to get that to a little later, but you know, just recently God did give you a little rest, didn't he?
2: <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I think I was strapping on a little bit too much and, uh, I had never had COVID, uh-huh. uh, throughout this whole period. And, uh. Everybody around me was saying, Bob, you really need to get some rest. You need to get some rest. And uh, the Lord kind of took care of that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as he's known to do, right? (laughs) Absolutely. You know, in his own timing, too, I I can tell you, uh, obviously, I had a little bit of uh, an example of that recently in my my life, my career. Well, you know, Bob, let's share with the guests what you'd like for them to take away out of our interview today.
2: Well, I think the primary thing, and again, we'll we'll touch on this numerous times throughout this interview, I'm sure, is really putting God at the center of your life. Uh, and you know, if you if you truly are a believer in Jesus Christ, uh, you know, maybe it's time to, to 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 make that the number one priority in your life. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, does your calendar show that that, that is there enough evidence to convict you that you're a believer <laughs> you know, right. uh, it, 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 that, that really convicted me when somebody said that to me years ago uh, I, I was like wow I, I have a feeling probably not mm. and uh, I, I count myself uh, among many people um, that led a lot of my adult life as a miserably saved Christian mm. uh, where I had my get out of jail free card in my back pocket Yep, uh, but, uh, I wasn't living my life. Well, anything, yeah, like uh,
1: yeah Let's 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 let the folks know about your testimony. Let's get the human, Bob Bob Wilbanks here, because you've uh, you know you've got a great story to tell. So what would that look like as far as uh, your, your you know? Uh, did you come out a bouncing baby Christian boy by the way?
2: Well, you know, I, I really I did. When I was eight years old, I, I accepted Jesus in Sunday school. I was raised in a good Christian family. Uh, you know, I, I lived it out pretty good until I hit those high school years where popularity and sports and... Uh, you know, r- really the American dream started, you know, creeping in. I, right. I wanted the, the, the fast car, and so I worked really hard to get it. And uh, You know, it, my whole life just really turned into this uh, striving uh, for the right. things of this world. Yeah, achieving. And, yeah. yeah, and, uh, you know, throw on top of that, I had an alcohol issue mm. uh, it, where you, it wouldn't always manifest, but every once in a while I would have way too many. And yep. Uh, it would be uh, pretty bad and pretty dangerous, and I don't know how I actually made it through adulthood, actually, because mm-hmm. there were pretty, quite a few opportunities where I could have easily, you know, killed somebody or, uh, you know, I mean, this is—it's it, it, pretty sad when I look back on all the things that are there. But God was building my testimony. Yep. Uh, I have to accept that fact. And yep. uh, when, when He. Uh, Rescued me from that scenario, uh, which I won't get into all the details. But right. I had had uh, three pretty bad episodes over about a month period of time, and uh, my wife had pretty much given me the silent treatment the day after that third one. Uh, and I remember I, I was—I mean, I was reading the Bible in a year mm-hmm. on that program, and I had been—I've been doing it for about ten years at that point. So I've had about ten trips through the Word. Uh, I was really feeling like I was getting my my mojo on as a, as a believer, but this kept cre- cre- creeping up in my life. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember, as I was reading the Word that that morning, I got this thought in my head that said, "Wow, Barb didn't get on my case yesterday. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I finally have her broken in well enough to where I could do this anytime I want."
1: Oh, jeez! <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> and when that thought went through my head, Bob. There was a whisper that came along with it that said, I can't use you like this. Mmm. Wow. And I I literally I I just I broke at mm. that point and I just looked up to God and I said, Would you please take this from me? Because I can't do it on my own. Mm. And I, I remember
0: Uh,
2: at that very moment just this absolute peace that came over me and I just knew it was gone all of the pain all of the issues that, that came from that behavior were gone Wow. never to come back again okay Wow and I'm not kidding you five seconds later my wife came down the stairs keep in mind she hadn't talked to me for a day mm-hmm. right right And it's like five seconds later she comes down the stairs to my office she sits down and she says, "So how you doing hmm. And I said I'm done." She said, done with what?" I said drinking she goes ha for how long?" Mm -hmm. Uh, I said, I'm just done. She looked at me. She said, okay, I'll give you another chance, but I'm not going to trust you for a long time. Mm. Yep. We had some further conversation. We, we, We finished the conversation, hug, life goes on. I'll fast forward the story. My life changed at that moment. I I now immerse myself into a small group. Uh, I I got involved in CBMC in the Twin Cities, Christian Businessmen's Connection. Mm -hmm. Uh, Joined a peer advisory group there. Uh, Started living my life as if my faith was first. Okay. And uh started making all kinds of better decisions yeah there (laughs) you you go choices yeah (laughs) instead of going to the bar Mm -hmm. and seeking guidance i would you know get with my trusted advisors spend time with my my wife do a lot of praying uh get with small group and et cetera et cetera and, and things change so five years later, my wife and I are out, uh, and I at that point now started a marketplace ministry in the Twin Cities that was called Ambassadors for Business, still is, it's still right. operating. Right. Uh, and things were pretty rough, there was a lot of month left at the end of the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we were out on our Saturday getting our shopping done, and uh, I, I put gas in the car and I jumped back in the car, and she said, can I tell you something? And I, I was a little bit weary about that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> She said yesterday I was out. She, we'll, we'll talk about this later, too. She has a real estate photography business. Right. And, and she said, I had all kinds of shoots around town and I was listening to a program that was all about what would you do to keep another person in your life? And it got mm. me to think. And she said, Bob, I would die to keep you in my life. I said, wow, babe. She goes, I don't know if you know it or not but five years ago when you told me you were quitting drinking, I was coming downstairs to tell you I was leaving you. Wow. And I was so serious about it that I'd been saving up money for three years in a separate account that you don't know about to this day. Mm. She said, Bob, I wanna put that money back into our account because I trust you. Wow. that's the power of what jesus christ can do in a person's life.
1: man that is oh i'm getting chills (laughs) i gotta tell you and you know you and i have shared our testimony back and forth and a lot of parallels um although i got i got a little bit older ramp than you do (laughs) well folks i can't believe we have the segments up already my goodness hey well listen Uh, I want you to get out there and check out faithmarketplace.com. We've had a great website up there for a number of uh, months now. And uh, also, if you want to consider that uh, this is a ministry that you'd like to be able to support, there's a donate button up there. Also, there's the podcast button up there that you can uh, access to uh, check out all of the interviews we've had over the last uh, nine years. Actually, probably about five years are posted up there. But get out there and check it out. And we're going to be right back with my special guest, Bob Wilbanks, he's a CEO of G7 Networking.
0: This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here
1: again with my special guest, Bob Wilbanks, the CEO of G7 Networking up there in Minneapolis. And he's calling his way, actually calling in from Florida today. Man, I'm telling you, I'm envious. You're down there in Florida vacationing, having a good time. But actually, you're not,
2: are you? We're doing a little little bit of working. It's a it's it's a working vacation. Yeah, working uh, we, vacation. I yeah, love we, it. We do quite a bit of that. We, yes. we, we get down and we... <laughs> we you know, I mean, G seven's been expanding across the country, and my wife's business is one that she can run from pretty much anywhere, uh, so we can take breaks like this, praise God, uh, yeah. and uh, get out and enjoy that.
1: Well, let's talk about your wife's business first, because uh, and you're helping out. You're a big element in that, but it's called Next Door Photos, and it's up in the Twin Cities. So, what is that all about, and how long have you been doing that?
2: Well, this is it's kind of an interesting story how this all came about. Well, Way back when, I I was uh, working, well, actually, when I first asked my wife to marry me, uh, she she said yes, and then the next morning she called on one condition. She said on one condition. I said, well, what's that? She goes, you got to get a real good real job because at the time, <laughs> at the time I wasn't working, mm-hmm. and uh, I ended up landing a position with uh, uh, Realtor.com dot com. Ah, and okay. I, I got into that industry and really enjoyed working with realtors, builders, brokers, uh, mm-hmm. helping them market their properties, and. When, Nextdoor, uh, well, Nextdoor, when uh, Realtor.com went kind of sideways uh, back in the early 2000s, uh, they cut their entire outside sales force. I was a regional director with them at the time. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, Realtors really need some help out there uh, on the internet getting their properties marketed properly. So I started a little business. Uh, Barb at the time was a bakery manager at Perkins and mm-hmm. uh, did morning mm-hmm. table service and uh The the business grew. She came over. She joined me, uh, and uh, there were about three other iterations of it, and I finally left that business to her and her daughter, Mm. and they ran it for about 15 years in Michigan City and did a really nice job. Uh, with uh, growing it and making it kind of a household word uh, south of the river in the Twin Cities. It was called uh, Real Estate Technology Connection. Mm -hmm. Kimmy, her daughter, ended up getting another career path option and uh, decided to take that uh, so Barb rebranded and became Amplify Pix. So she was on her own doing real estate photography and she had a select group of clients that she worked with. Every time we try and scale that business, Bob, it would bog her down, hmm. okay? okay. Uh, she would end up having all the photo editing and video editing to do at night uh, from all these you know, other photographers we'd put out in the field for her, so it was just really a tough thing, and at the time, I was with Ambassadors for Business, and mm-hmm. uh, I was doing an interview on a podcast with a guy uh, out in Colorado, and it turned out he had just uh, done a podcast with next door photos uh their their ceo mm. and he said the reason for that was uh, what they call this redemptive supply chain and I, I said well that's interesting tell me more he said well bob all the photo editing and video editing is done overseas in the 1040 window by people that have been rescued from sex trafficking human trafficking and extreme p- poverty Wow. So the 1040 window being that least reached people groups, mm-hmm. they don't do the rescuing, but it's it, they provide a conduit for employment for these persons that have been rescued and if they have the aptitude uh... for it they'll literally put them through six months of school uh... all their needs are taken care of during that period of time uh... and they've been able to accomplish a less than a two percent recidivism rate uh... on these people that come into this program wow and it's earned them a certified decorporation status mm-hmm. and then he told me that the the icing on top of all of that was they were a kingdom-led organization. Wow. Uh, all their meetings start and end with prayer, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have to know more about this. So mm-hmm. we checked into it and literally fast-tracked uh, through their process of becoming a local owner. Uh, April 2021 was when we jumped in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now, you know, here we are a year and a half later, and, you know, the business has just been going fantastic. Uh, and it's just it's amazing. Uh Uh, What this organization does.
1: Yeah, what's the Um, service? What do you actually do? What do you deliver?
2: So it's real estate photography and media. Uh, Okay. We're taking photos of, uh, uh, you know, it's photos, it's aerial photos, it's video, it's 3D tours, it's floor plans, it's virtual staging, all of that uh, that you you normally see uh, that gets done uh, in, in real estate marketing. Uh, We have uh, media pros uh, in the Twin Cities that that work with us. And Barb and I actually get out and do some of the work ourselves Mm -hmm. still. Uh, I'm I'm her aerial photographer when she needs (laughs) one. I I love it. I went out and got my drone license. Oh, wow. I I really enjoy it. that work it's it's a nice break in the day for me and as i said i've had a passion for real estate all my life um i actually was a realtor for a couple years back in the 2005 to 2007 before the, the, yeah. the recession hit <laughs> right uh, and uh, so you know I, I've got I've got it kind of in my blood and we just we really enjoy just coming alongside agents brokers builders commercial uh, realtors property management companies and helping them present themselves in their very best light right uh, you know what we find is there's four criteria that they're usually looking at it's it's the quality of the imagery it's the ease of use it's the turnaround time and of course the price. Yeah. We hit the mark on all those areas, but now the cool part is for every shoot that we do, you're employing one of these people that have been rescued out of those scenarios for about 4 hours. Wow. So you get to do some good. Right. With 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 that work. Yeah. And it, that message has just been, you know, resonating for us in the Twin Cities and we've been growing incredibly fast and we're right. just we're really grateful. Uh, for that because it's it's literally my tent making activity yeah but uh, right. you know starting a, a startup like G7 takes a while before it gets enough legs uh there, there's quite a bit that we have to put in for infrastructure so mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just really grateful that my wife uh, lets me come along and tag along with
1: her. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> a little that's role right. reversal there. Yeah, okay, Bob, you can come in and work for me now, you know.
2: <laughs> that's right, and, and, well, that's, and I'm happy to do it.
1: <laughs> well, believe me when I tell you, you know, I know what that's like, and you know, my spouse and I worked together for a while, and we determined that that was not a good thing for our marriage, <laughs> you know. But, I, so I admire you for being able to pull that off, you know. <laughs> but you have well,
2: got stories on
1: that side. Oh, yeah, Bobby. I'll bet you do too. <laughs> but you no, it, it is. It's it's unique to be able to to have a good marriage and and, continue, and work together. It's because it, it, it can get tough, uh, especially that you never shut it down. You know, it's twenty four seven that you're doing this right. stuff. You know, you have and, to have
2: space in there. Yep. you have to have the rest yep. moments. And I think the biggest thing is keeping God in the middle of the whole thing. Yeah, you know, if if we keep we keep this as a kingdom uh, minded, kingdom based business, and we're doing everything for the glory of God, when we get into any type of arguments and so forth about you know paths and the way that we need to do, be doing the business right uh, we can submit to him and yep. seek his guidance and yep. that brings us back together
1: i love that i love that well we got a little bit left in this segment and then we we're also going to have the next segment to dive in this deeper but let's talk about g7 networking and how did that all come
2: about first of all what is it and how did it all uh, all start well, G7 Networking is uh, networking with God in the middle. Mm. Uh, you know, think about uh, Jesus when he walked this earth. You know, 100% God, 100% man. Uh, you know, that only happens through God. Uh, and and uh, we, we look at... G7 networking is an opportunity to come in and do business together drive business for one another while we're growing Spiritually, you know, we're learning how to support one another You know grabbing for that next rung on that spiritual growth ladder Maybe reaching up to somebody that's a little bit in front of us as we're reaching down to somebody a little bit behind us, right? Uh, So uh, it's both and you know, we're trying to drive business, but we're also trying to grow spiritually at the same time uh, I, I, I always like to say our, our goal is to drive business for our members, but mm-hmm. our purpose is to grow them spiritually.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. So what, so was, the, what a, was the inspiration for this, Bob? How did it get started?
2: Well, the primary inspiration for me goes back to my testimony, being that miserably saved Christian. Uh, you know, I, 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 I mean, I'm serious. I live my life out like, you know, I, 90% of people probably looking outside or in would not even know I was Christian. All right. right. And uh, when everything flipped for me and I jumped in the lake versus just tipping my toe in the water, I found the fruit of the Spirit, right? The peace, the love, the joy, the patience, the kindness, the goodness, the faithfulness, the gentleness, the self-control that only comes through Him. And I wanted to share that with everybody because I was like, man, I've been striving all my life, Mm -hmm. right? I'm out there, I'm pushing myself past the limit all the time seeking these things. Right. And he just gave them to me. Right. (laughs) So I wanted I I wanted to be able to share that with other people. I thought, well where can we actually connect with people and get them excited about their faith again? Get Mm. them excited, you know, show them the way, the truth, the life that is through him. And it's it's at work. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so what are people looking for? I thought, you know, Christians in the marketplace, you know, at that time, over 70% of America was still identifying as Christian. I right. think even today it's over 58% still right. are identifying as Christian. So if we're identifying as Christian, what does it really mean to be Christian and mm-hmm. to start walking it out, right? right. And, and so we're, we're providing that impetus for people to, you know, come into a, a, a group of like-minded people uh drive business for one another but also grow spiritually yep yeah what was the
1: inspiration for this as far as the model goes real quick
2: so the seven g's is just we seven steps to the meeting so it Mm. starts with gospel we move into group introductions then we go to grade measuring what you want to manage god in the middle where one of the members gives a testimony uh, then we have Grow, where we get a segment where we can, you know, learn something that's uh, with biblical principles, helps you grow personally, professionally, or spiritually. And then the Get and the Give, which is kind of your elevator pitch and ask, and then who can you help?
1: Yeah, well, that's fabulous. I can't believe it. can't believe we're up on another segment. We guys got to stay tuned because there's a whole lot more we're going to bring to life here for G7. And also, we have a giveaway today. Uh, that you're going to be wanting to know about. And uh, I've said it before on here. I am proud to be and have announced that I'm the regional manager here in Chicago for G7. And we have now six chapters. As of today, we have six chapters up and running here in Chicago. You're going to learn more about that in a bit. So we're going to be right back here with Bob Wilbanks, CEO of G7 Networking.
0: This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. We're back here with my guest, Bob Wilbanks, the
1: CEO of G Seven Networking. We got into a little bit of it here in the last segment, but we're uh, fastening your seat belts because you're going to want to know about this. This uh, this train is uh, being fueled. It's a bullet train being fueled at the tr- at the station. Uh, God is the engineer. He is uh, getting ready to throttle this thing up. So, Bob, you know, uh, first of all, when you start, when did you start this? When, how long ago has this been?
2: Well, I mean, the first iteration was all the way back in 2016. It was uh, piloted uh, as part of the programs we put together when we launched Ambassadors for Business. Okay. And, uh, frankly, it took off in the, in the Twin Cities really well. I, I, I had five chapters right out of the chute that were going. Uh, but what I found was, as I stepped away from those chapters, I hadn't built out any of the infrastructure that was necessary, the training that was needed to be in place, and it, it really just started to kind of crumble. And. Uh, it led us into the nonprofit sector, you know, launching uh, uh, Ambassadors for Business more in a nonprofit environment, and focusing on helping people connect their faith and work. Mm-hmm. So uh, it went away for a few years, and okay. then uh, Ambassadors for Business was doing pretty well. But then, you know, we were an event-driven organization uh, that. You know, when COVID hit, uh, we we had no means of really being able to generate revenue anymore. And I I just heard from the Lord it was time for G7 to come back. Okay. Uh, it, it was literally driving down uh, the freeway after our last big event, which was two days before the shutdown, mm. and we we only had about a, a 40% turnout of the people that were registered. Mm. And I just remember, you know, being in tears because you know it, it was only about two months before that that we had finally crossed over into a place where. Uh, I was able to start getting a little bit of a salary mm-hmm. out of the nonprofit. I, you know, I've been at that for about three years and, right. and uh, it, it, was, it was a lot of months left at the end of the money every single month. And you know, to finally be getting to that point where there was some compensation coming through and then have that come you know, be ripped away mm-hmm. uh, through COVID, uh was really a difficult thing right so we 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 kind of floated the balloon inside the marketplace that we had developed there in the twin cities and we found that there was a hunger Mm -hmm. for this yep and uh i went right away to the board after we had floated the balloon and we had 30 people sign up in 30 days and uh we thought man we we gotta we can't make the same mistake we made last time we need some infrastructure around this right uh so we 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 i've got approval from the board to build out an app and you know start building out this infrastructure and take care of this thing and you know over the next year what we found was Two things. One, this is more of a for-profit type of a model yep. uh, that probably would need to come out of the non-profit anyway. Mm-hmm. And number two, the costs for doing what we needed for the infrastructure to grow this thing across the country and even the world, are so significant that it would sink the non-profit if we kept it in there. Right. So as of October of 2021, we pulled... Uh, uh, we pulled G7 out of Ambassadors for Business and began uh, really uh, expanding in earnest across the country. Right. The first pilot of that was actually in Chicago through you, Bob, yeah. <laughs> uh, back in July of 2021, a little bit right. before we pulled it out. Right. And, uh now we're in. We're actually uh, in the midst of being in eight different states. We'll have uh, over 40 chapters uh, across the country before we we hit the end of the year. So yeah. it's, it's pretty. What God's doing.
1: It's been exciting as heck to be a part of that. You know, and one of the things too, folks, you got to understand. You know, Bob is a is a big networker. I mean, you can't do this without understanding how networking works. And uh, you, you've been involved in networking in some pretty big organization, building out kind of networks and, you know, groups like this. So this wasn't something that was a foreign concept to you. This was something you had a heart for, you had some experience at, and you knew how to do it the right way, right?
2: Right. Well, you know, the thing that really got to me as I was doing secular networking, uh, several different things. One is the, the impetus was always on the referral. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, to me, the impetus needs to be on the relationship. Yep. Uh, If if we if we put the emphasis on the relationship, we build relationships that matter. We understand each other better and we can provide quality referrals that, you know, don't waste my time. Right. Uh, So we get much more efficient at driving business for one another. Uh, So that was a big thing. And then most other secular organizations that do this type of thing uh, require weekly meetings. Mm -hmm. And. I'm too busy as a, as a busy professional that's been successful in my career. I have a hard time making time for a weekly meeting, uh, you know, to get together with the same, you know, 15 to 25 people uh, over and over and over again. And hear the same elevator pitches Hear you know, all of those things. Right. I, I thought, man, what if we just did it once a month? and and allowed space for people to have the one-to-one member meetup type scenarios. That yep. we, I know you do a lot of like the triads and right. you know, mm-hmm. we, we call them member meetups where maybe you say, hey, all of us are in this one specific sector where we tend to go after the same prospect. Right. Why don't we get together two weeks away from the the, the, the main group meeting, our main chapter meeting, and, and have five of us get together just in that sphere of influence. Ones, right. right. What kind of businesses so, are in this, Bob? Bob. So
1: that. let me let me butt in here because we're going to run out of time. What kind of businesses are we talking about here that, that join something like this?
2: So I think the primary uh, the, the primary thing is that a person that joins has top line revenue responsibility mm-hmm. as part of their job description. Right. Right. So I mean, it could be a CEO of a fairly large organization with fifty or hundred employees if they're still driving the business. Right. Right. But primarily, what we see is you know the small to mid-sized business owners and business leaders that are uh, in those sectors where they're still out there churning and burning, you know, mm-hmm. trying to bring that business in, and 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 they're the sale, you know, for the for the organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also salespeople mm-hmm. uh, that are with you know Fortune 500 companies, Fortune 100 companies, and then you think about all <laughs> those people in the in the marketplace. So B2B and B2C. B2B side, who supports all those business leaders and business owners? You've got bankers and CPAs and attorneys, attorneys, you know, that whole segment. And then on the B2B side, who are all the people out there doing business directly with the consumer? Ah. Realtors, mortgage, that type of thing. So it's pretty much all inclusive when you think about it. Uh, You know, you'll get business leaders, business owners all the way down to, you know, I I don't say down, but all Mm -hmm. the way across to, uh, you know, professional salespeople. Do these Um,
1: people have to be Christians to join this?
2: that's our target is Christians in the marketplace, but we're mm-hmm. wide open, right. right? We we want to influence others. Right. Uh, you know, I think primarily, you know, we're, we're after, you know, those people that would identify as Christian as our target, but we always say to people, Hey, if you're comfortable with gospel, mm-hmm. uh, a testimony and grow content that has biblical principles involved, you're welcome. Come on in. You bet. They, they could even lead. <laughs> A chapter if they wanted to sure absolutely
1: uh because that's important that we are inclusive because it's a public company and we're inclusive and and we've got stories on that also folks that are not necessarily believers but have uh, they're comfortable in the environment they get it we're going to pray we're going to have testimony we're going to have gospel readings and then of course you know the business portion of that the getting to give as you uh, so eloquently put it too um what what makes the you know besides the fact that <clears throat> There, there's a uniqueness about this business, and that's what I always tell people about it. What what would be your explanation as far as the uniqueness for this and this experience that people get?
2: I, I really believe it's God in the middle, and mm-hmm. you know we've got some terminology <laughs> at corporate because there's seven G's. We call them G one, G four, and G five. G one is the gospel segment, and and we want to make sure we don't ever shortchange that. Right. You know, let's take the time to read the gospel. Have a little bit of discussion, share some stories around that, really, truly give people some takeaways that they can use right here, right now, in in their life, in a a practical way, right? right? Uh, That they can apply in their business walk. And then hearing testimonies from people, or just recent god sentences and God-stories that, that, that right at the center of G7 is God, right? right? And, and that's where we have that 10-minute window where we're able to share those types of, of, of testimonies of, of how God is moving in our life, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then being able to, to, to receive some infusion of, of solid, biblically-principled teachings, how to grow your business, how to ethically those are the types of things to do through that growth segment and just hearing what other business leaders and business owners are doing to impact their communities, their employees and their customers through their business.
1: Yep, absolutely. Uh, the other thing, too, I think it's, is really quite unique about it, it from the standpoint of this one hour or this 90 minute window once a month. Okay is the emphasis that you said, relationships before referrals. I've been in a lot of networking. I've done a lot of networking. And, it, it, you know, I call it drive-by networking. You know, it's just like it was skipping around, grabbing cards. Now, there is some things in the next segment we're going to talk about because, it, you know, this whole idea of networking. And uh, one of the things, that the the interesting uh, kind of words that you guys have coined, and I picked up on, I think it's fabulous, called tree. Why don't you just share with the people what that means? <laughs>
2: Yeah, so business tree. I don't want to take credit for it. That came from Chuck Proudfoot uh-huh. uh, out of At Work on Purpose, down in Cincinnati, and uh, I fell in love with the term just like you have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and really, it's your business as ministry. Yep. You know, and uh, think of it. You know, there's BAM movements that are are going around the the globe, which is business as mission. Uh, it's it's the same concept. There, is, for as a Christian, there is no secular. There is only sacred. Right. And. It's the abodah,
1: mm-hmm. work as worship. Yep, absolutely. And I think that's also one of the things a lot of people don't understand is business is ministry. You know, we don't see enough of that and hear enough of that from the church that God, you know, made us to work. And as w- workers in any kind of a business, we have an opportunity there to work with excellence, to really sh- shine our light, and also to love on others, you know. Uh, it's a great environment for you. you don't have to be an ordained minister to go out and do ministry, right? or run off to foreign missions, all those things are great. But, you know, you can be a minister right at work. So I can't believe the segment's up already. Honest to goodness. Well, I'm proud to announce that Inbound Studios has graciously sponsored Faith Marketplace and also provided the talent and the expertise to develop and maintain the Faith Marketplace website. As I said before, get out there and check it out. Also, inboundstudio.studio. Go out and check them out. They're the folks responsible for that beautiful website that we have. We're going to be right back with Bob Wilbanks.
0: This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with Bob Wilbanks, the CEO
1: of G7 Networking. Hey, and Bob, uh, we got a special offer. What is that offer for people that are interested in G7?
2: Well, we just encourage them to come on in and try before you buy. Uh, Okay. Check out, see if there's a chapter in your area. If there's not, consider forming one of your own or joining one of our Zoom sessions that we put out there for people around the country and around the world. Uh, but you get 30 days to try this out in full uh, before you have to pay uh, for the uh, initiation fee and any membership fees. Yeah. So try before you buy. Give it a whirl. So
1: what does what this initiation or the, the membership fee look like?
2: So we got a $100 initiation, mm-hmm. $49 a month if you're a monthly member. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do get to save 2 months and a dollar if you pay annually. <laughs> okay. So it's a $100 initiation and 489 for the year. Wow. That's pretty
1: reasonable compared to a lot of them that are out there. I got to tell you. Uh that's Fair really minute. cool. Hey, listen, you uh you shared <clears throat> a couple things that were uh, uh you know, uh, an acronym for busy. What is that? What does that stand for?
2: Oh my goodness! So busy. It, it one one of my favorite people. I don't know. She's been on your show before. Was T.J. Tyson? You bet. We did a lot of work together, and she did a she did a fantastic uh, uh, presentation at one of our ambassadors for business thrive meetings that we had. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Man, T.J., we should have had a thousand people here for that." She said, "Well, what's keeping them away?" And I said, "Well, busyness." And she looked at me and she goes, "Well, you know what? What you know what busy is, Bob?" And I said, "No, what?" She said, "Being under Satan's yoke," and I said. Oh my gosh, I have to use that. That is so good. So for the next couple of weeks, I'm consistently just going around, you know, <laughs> hey, how, how you doing? And people say busy. And I say, well, you know what busy is, don't you? And So all of a sudden I, I look at it and I go, wait a second. I'm busy. Yeah. So I started looking at what would it look like if I was busy under Savior's yoke versus oh. being under Satan's yeah, yoke. Yeah, there you okay. go. I love so it, under yeah. Savior's yoke, I would abide versus under Satan's yoke, I strive. Okay. Uh, under Savior's yoke, I'm others centered versus being me centered. Right. I have absolute truth as my bedrock and foundation versus embracing my truth that's so rampant out there in the world today, which makes it so that it actually is no truth, right? right. If, if everybody has their own truth, now there's no truth. There's no absolute truth. So okay. you know, resting in absolute truth. And there's yeah. others, in, but the biggest right. one is identity in Christ, Yeah. right? Okay. Having identity in Christ versus identity in self and the things of this world. So busy under Savior's yoke, busy under Satan's yoke, there's a big difference. It. You have a choice. I love it. Every single day as to how you're going to live.
1: Every time I talk to you, it's something I I learn absolutely fabulously. Hey, listen, you had something funny, cool, interesting. uh, The uh, use of four of the F words. What the heck is that?
2: Well, it's kind of embarrassing at the start because my testimony, when I tell the full testimony, I have a place in there where I have a really bad (laughs) year Mm -hmm. back in 97. Uh, and uh, it's where I got divorced from my first wife Mm -hmm. Uh, I sold my payroll business Uh, I had three knee injuries and so I'm relationally broken I'm professionally broken I'm physically broken and I stare up into the night sky and I tell God literally yes I Mm. use that word oh wow and so I spend the next six months or so in darkness and uh, praise God! All the things that transpired in my life after right. that to build testimony, bring this back, and I, I started playing around with these F words. And and to me, it, it starts with the foundation, right? Mm. You build a foundation that's built on the rock. It's a mm-hmm. three-legged stool that's in the Word of God, a small group, and being involved in your local church. From there, now you can find your focus. You know, what what is your focus in life? What's your calling? What's your mission? Right? Right? So that's that that F word there is focus. Mm -hmm. And once you find that, you need to develop this filter, right, for making your decisions on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Experts tell us that we're making 35 to 60, maybe 70,000 decisions every single day. All these choices, and most of them are happening subconsciously in the back of our mind well Romans 12.2 tells us well it starts in 12.1 first off we got to be a living sacrifice but in 12.2 we, we, we learn that we need to transform our mind to the ways of the Lord not conform to the ways of this world Right. and by doing that we can actually discern His will His good, perfect and pleasing will so my words for my filter that decision making filter start with faith and then go to family those are not they're absolutely non-negotiable Faith number one, family number two. And after that, the rest of the F-words of life can get as jumbled up as they want to. It could be about my fitness, my finance, my fun, my friends, what, my food, you know, whatever it might be. There's so many F-words that, that, right. that tumble in on that, right? But invariably, I make mistakes. I get it all reversed, and I need a framework adjustment. So mm. that framework adjustment is just that reminder that, hey, when you're slipping up, when you're not exuding that fruit of the Spirit right? Think about the fruit of the Spirit. Are you exuding that continuously? Mm -hmm. Are you exuding love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control? If not, your framework adjustment should come back to your foundation. What's your focus? Hit your filter. Make sure you're making your decisions the right way. And ultimately, it's that transformation, that sanctification that happens that drives change in a person permanently, Mm. right? Yep. That's great, just, Bob. You know, I love perfect.
1: that. I love that. You also know what the focus, the acronym of focus stands for too, right? But I, I'm, I'll learn another one right Yeah, here. there you go. Follow one course until successful. I find that, you know, particularly as an entrepreneur, and been, and you know this too, you know, uh, shiny objects, right? <laughs> We're always chasing, you know, that squirrel, that shiny object. So somebody gave that to me as a gift about four years ago, and I've been using it ever since with my clients and stuff like that. Because I find that's where we get off track a lot in business. We, we lose our focus, you know. Uh, and a lot of things. Amen. To your point, faith and family, losing focus with that, what's really important, you know, in life. Hey, real quick, we've only got a couple minutes, but I know that you have some very specific things very quickly about what is good networking. What are some of the, quickly, the elements of good networking?
2: Well, I I believe first off, as I said, it's relationship over referrals. So spend the time getting to know the person across from you. Okay. Uh, I think networking a lot of times gets a bad rap because people think about going to a business after hours and it's just a big card exchange and, you know, you get a lot of lip service or you go to a networking group and you get 20 referrals and none of them are worth the paper they're written on. Right. Uh, You know, I could have done just as well opening up the yellow pages and starting to call through the yellow pages, if you remember what one of those is. Mm -hmm. But, you know... It, 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 to me, it, it's taking the time to get to know the person across from you. And they they say every every person has influence with at least two hundred and fifty other people. Yep. Okay. So yep. when you think about that, that person sitting across from you knows two hundred and fifty other people out of a random selection of 250 other people, what's the chances that you've got five, 10, 15 prospects that Mm -hmm. might come out of that if that person truly knew what it was that you did? So that's really, really important, build the relationship. Number Mm -hmm. two, I think having focus on what is it that you're after. Uh, and and what I mean by that is, don't focus on trying to get to to a network with the end user that you're trying to attract. Right. What you want to network with is the person that influences mm-hmm. that end user that you're trying to attract. Right. If you get points of influence set up in your life, that can be a never-ending stream of referrals of quality business to you. Yep. It will change your
1: life. Yep. Absolutely. I agree. And I think you're absolutely right. I, I always start with the other person. And uh, the other thing I would share with, with one of the critical elements there is when you are doing networking, especially one-on-one or triads, do your homework. I find that too many people, when I show up, do, it, absolutely, don't know absolutely nothing about me. They don't do any homework. They don't even go out and Google or do a LinkedIn. I show up, the people's LinkedIn's, I've gone out and Googled them, I really want to know who I'm dealing with, what affinity points there are, what are the commonalities we have to talk about, and once that happens, then the conversation just takes a whole different dimension. And of course, if you're doing this with somebody, a person of faith, getting on the faith talk, oh my goodness, the bonding then that starts with that, is phenomenal. You know and uh, but again it starts with them i always start with somebody across the table from me wanting to know them genuinely you know good salespeople are curious they want to know more about their person and then i'm always searching for things how can i give how can i help this person because then reciprocation comes back tenfold i found that every time i can't believe we're out of time already hey come back here next saturday noon to one o'clock we're going to be here on am 1160 faith marketplace